Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, September 21st. We are here live, and it is time for Destination Health. We're going to open the phone lines right now. Jump in and join us. 855-950-3835. Kicking off the show today, I'm going to be joined by Eric Miller from Garmin. Uh, We've had a lot of questions lately. There's some new updates on the watch, uh, some things we weren't exactly clear about. So uh, Eric is here to clarify some things for us. So we'll uh, we'll do that. Then we will get to your calls and questions. So line them up. Um, I have a couple things, but uh, I'd rather get to what's on your mind today. So pick up the phone and join us. 855-950-3835. If you have questions about any of the Garmin products, you can call now. It would be a great time to call. We'll get those questions answered for you. Uh, I've had a couple in the last couple of weeks that I just haven't been able to answer. So we reached out to Eric and he agreed to help us out today. So uh, let's say good morning to him. Good morning, Eric. Welcome back. Uh Uh-oh, hold on one second. I've got a technical issue on my end. Let's see what happened here. Oh, why is that doing that? It says it's connected. Hold on one second. There we go. Okay, now I'll get it. Let's try that again. Good morning. What is going on? Um, Well, this isn't good. I have got an audio issue for some. Oh, there we go. There we go. That worked. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good. Now we got it. All right. So speaking of technical issues, you guys have been rolling out new features so fast. I can't keep up with them. We try to keep busy around here, that's for sure. <laughs> you do stay busy. So I'll, I'll tell you the story and, and kind of where we are in this. Maybe you can help clarify for us. So I went back and looked. Um, I, I think I had mentioned the last time you were on the show that I don't use my app as much as I used to because I can see so much on my watch, which is really cool because you know I'm using it and mm-hmm. I want to see real time a lot of times. So I've been leaning more on the watch. So I might go days. I think I even went a whole week without opening the app. And then I opened it one day and lo and behold, right there at the top was a whole new piece of information. And it said HRV status. And I know that, you know, HRV is used in body battery and sleep and stress, but this was just the raw HRV score, which I've never seen before. And it gives you a nice running seven day average, gives you a target, tells you whether you're balanced or unbalanced. And I started talking about it and I immediately was flooded. Well, why don't I have that? Well, I don't know. So we're asking you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My assumption was that I had it because I had the new version and maybe it had an updated sensor or something and and the other watches aren't capable, but we're not sure. So we kind of want to get some clarification on which model you have to have or why some of us are seeing this and some aren't. Yeah, so HRV status, that is interesting. So what is it, just give me a quick, uh, What you're just getting raw HRV 
information? Yeah, I actually what get kind a kind of a, information is it giving you? You know, like it's a score it's a or? it's a number score. Very so. Just to go back a step, for a while I was wearing the Garmin watch because I got body battery, sleep, stress, all that, and I was wearing my Aura ring because it gave me a raw HRV score. And there are some things I can use that for. And then I it got to be too much trouble using two devices, and I got tired of charging the ring every couple of days, so I just stopped, and I just didn't have that data anymore. But it it shows up very similar. Like this morning. My my overnight HRV score was 55, and my seven-day average is 46, and I'm balanced. It, it's a really nice reading. Mm-hmm. Well, that is great. I wonder if there's a setting somewhere that turns that on. I'm not sure, because like I, I said, I, honestly, I, didn't, you know, I didn't do anything. It just showed up. Yeah. Yeah, now, I once, tried to, before this, this interview, once I saw I, it, I asked kind of like, what was the question you were getting? Okay. And I was unsure of the feature you were talking about. So, um, HRV status in, in you're my a cool, cool number from it in my connect app. It actually showed yeah. up as the first block at the very top. And you see it on your device as well. Yeah. That once I saw it on my phone, then I went and checked my watch, and I could add the widget to my watch. So now I can I can see it, and on my watch it shows up as uh, it says HRV status, and it shows that uh, mine currently is forty six milliseconds and balanced, and that's right on my watch. I can see that, and then I could open that up on my watch, and I can see that my baseline has been forty five to fifty four milliseconds over. Uh, the last seven-day average was 46, and last night's was 55 milliseconds. And then it even gives me a little chart that shows me the last seven days. That's right on the watch. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it really well, is. Yeah. I'm going to get that turned on. Now, um, Lisa has the original, the first generation, and I, I just can't find it on hers. Yeah. For sure. You guys are busy. You guys have so much going on. You're not even right. sure where we, this we, one came we keep from. Adding these features. <laughs> yeah, I see it on my watch now for sure. Oh, you yeah, do? This okay. got to be a newer. Okay. Okay, so it's for people. So this feature is for people who are using the watch for and at night and calculating your sleep score. So if you are not... Um, wearing it overnight, if you take it off or whatever, you're not going to get that data. So do we think then it should still so work on the, the Gen your, 1? Um, I would think so. That's a good question, but I would think so. Um, I would think so, yeah. Because yeah, I, I do know I, that... I, this is a, definitely a new feature. I do know that Lisa wears hers overnight. Either, but yes. And we are tracking sleep on hers but I can't find this new HRV status. Yeah. HRV status is definitely, it's calculated overnight while you're sleeping. You got to keep wearing your watch nightly to determine your base, your personal baseline and monitor changes in the future. So yeah, it's in order for that to turn on, you got to be wearing it overnight. Okay. If you're not seeing it on the gen one, this does seem like it could be a pretty dang new feature, which means it's probably for current products only. 
Um, so it may have been rolled out uh, only for products that um, or, that are currently being sold. Like the Instinct 1, we don't sell anymore. Got it. Um, okay. Everything's rolled over to Instinct 2. So, so and, and that's the difference in the diesel too, right? So the diesel's built on the Instinct, so we have a diesel Gen 1 and Gen 2. The, the, the Instinct 2 diesel edition, the first, the, the, we only have one version of the trucking smartwatch, right? So to be really clear, the diesel watch, the, the Instinct 2 diesel edition, that is the very first trucking-specific smartwatch we ever made. It launched in, what was it, late February, early March, somewhere in there? Yeah, um, sounds right. And, and so when that product launched... That was the very first trucking-specific smartwatch that we have ever made that has all the special trucking features, the trucking workouts. Got it. All okay. of that. That watch is based on Instinct 2 and has this and, and will have this feature, especially if you've got it on yours yet. Yeah, it's- yeah and, and we do know there are some listeners who have called in and they found it too. So it, it And mm-hmm. there is the thing where it, when it first shows up on your watch, I think you're not going to see anything for seven days. I think it actually calculates that whole yeah, seven-day yeah. range before it shows up. Yeah, it wants to get a nice, uh, um, a, a good amount of sleep data uh, before it starts uh, providing you with that extra bit of information. So yeah. um, you got to wear it overnight um, for for a few days uh, there for sure. I'm not. Yeah, if it's if it's a full seven days, it doesn't say on my watch what if it's a full seven wear days, but. Um, that, that seems, seems likely that they'd get a, a week of sleep data. It'll give you the sleep score during that time. But then after that, it sounds like right. the HRV it, stuff it, will yeah. begin at that point. It, it showed up. And like I said, it's a, it's a, a great new piece of information. It, it helps me see even more about what's going on. So I still use body battery stress, all those, but now having this score mm-hmm. gives me even more data about what's specifically going on at night. And, and throughout the day. And really, yeah. you know, my protocol has been built around HRV. I, I'm really coming to the point where I believe this is the single most important health marker we can measure. And the beauty is we can measure it all day, every day, all night with this device now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's the number of health pieces of information that we're trying to provide customers with our health and wellness sensor solution on the wrist is we're trying to give you guys everything you can uh, to track your health, track your fitness um, and, and, and use it to, to get your, get yourself in the best shape you can be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. So um, if somebody doesn't have it, if somebody has an instinct to, or they have the diesel and they're not seeing this, is it possible that it, it's rolled out in stages? Is that what you were saying earlier? So, you know, this is definitely uh, a newer feature, heart rate variability. It's just showing up on my watch. I'm wearing a current uh, Phoenix 7. Um, which is which is one of our newer watches as well, um, and so it is showing up on my watch. But I don't wear mine overnight, so I'm not getting. Oh, the okay. I'm just Got getting it. the little blurb. I'm just getting the little blurb that says, "Hey, your average heart rate, your average HRV for the night is will be calculated while you're sleeping, and then you've got to keep wearing your watch nightly uh, to determine your personal baseline." Um, so that you can monitor changes in the future. So you got, I got to wear this got thing. It. So basically, it's telling me I got to wear this thing every night. Yeah. Um, 
for a while until it gets a me it gets a baseline for me and then it'll start showing me every day what my HRV score okay. um, is. So, I you know I I um, went back in the app and it looked like it started showing up and I don't remember the exact date but sometime later in July is when I started seeing data now that I go back and look. It it was sometime in late July that it showed up for me. Yep, absolutely. I'm trying to figure out if that particular metric is just for new products or not, but I cannot find an announcement on it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to check back with fitness and where they, when they actually rolled this out. But yeah, you said it was, you started getting it in July. Yeah, I think it was late July, somewhere in there. I went back and I could start seeing data in the app. Gotcha. Um, good. Yeah, that's a, it, it's very likely that it, it rolled out with one of our product launches around that time frame. We always okay. are launching new watches and yeah. new products, uh, fitness, whenever they will roll something out, then that those features will get um, pulled over to um, some of our more um, prominent products at the time. But we will... It is very unlikely for Garmin to go back and uh, and touch older products and 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 add features to older products that aren't kind of the current generation. Got it. The current Got generation it. of stuff that is being sold in stores today will get updated with features, but to go back and retroactively add features to older products is is not something we would. That makes sense. That makes sense. So that's probably what we're dealing with. We're too many watches out there in the world. (laughs) We would never finish. Yeah, you're not kidding. So that's probably why we're confused about this. Some people, even with new devices, may not have had it yet. Some people may not have the settings right to see it yet. And then we have the issue that some older Mm -hmm. devices may never see it. Right. Got it. Okay. Think that helps clarify. Hey, you mind taking a call while I've got you on here? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's uh, let's talk to Terrence in South Carolina. Terrence, welcome. How's it going? I just like to remember I was talking to you about my Phoenix Six, and I was worried about it, and told me I had to wait like three weeks. Yeah. Before it gave you any data, and then it finally after seven days, it finally did. So my Phoenix Six came up with it, but like you said. I didn't hit mine until like maybe beginning of September, the end of August. Okay. So, like okay. I guess you said, I was surprised it showed up on mine. Remember, I was questioning it, and then all of a sudden it was there. But like I'm at like a my day, like seven day average is like forty eight. So I guess I'm all right. But yeah, so, you but know that it, it did update on the feeding set. Good, good. So there, we know on that device. So just real quick, since you kind of asked if 48 is okay, the one thing with this number, we don't really want to compare to anybody else. This isn't like blood pressure where we're all shooting for the same target or heart rate itself. Heart rate variability, the best way to look at it is we just want to continue improving ours. It really is a, a, an excellent overall measure of metabolic fitness and, and you know, physical fitness. So our goal is continue to get that number higher. Now, the interesting thing I learned here is it, it's one of those things. It's kind of like a bell curve. There is a sweet spot. If you manage to get your HRV super high too fast, you would end up being unbalanced. So there's the, and and the beauty of the watch is it shows us all of this. It shows us the number, the seven day average, where we were overnight, 
and where we are in that in that range and are we balanced or not so the idea is to and, right. and using the protocol I, I'm able to prove that if you start doing the protocol um, your HRV gets better stop doing the protocol your HRV will start going the other way it'll start going back down again this yeah. is it, it works yeah, and this is a really watch. good number to watch right yeah because I, I haven't been able to do the protocol because I've burned my leg on my motorcycle so I can't go in the seat so I may seal it up but I don't want to do the, you know, the infrared and all right. that bend in the squat and all that heal it up but I mean like I said just to see it it's amazing too because when it came up and like you said I could tell some days like if I'm was that hectic day at work or something like it it, it fluctuates with, like, stress and all that, obviously, too. And sleep. I, like, last night, I didn't have a good night's sleep. I was tossing the turn and some reason, and my, I dropped down. You can see my overnight, my down to 45, right. where I was basically all night. I was in my average of the 48, so. Eat, eat, a, eat a big meal. Right. Eat all a right. big meal an hour before you go to bed and watch what happens to your HRV. It'll tank overnight. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks, Eric, for coming on and helping out. And, uh, I love the All right. Hey, no problem, man. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Yep. We've got some more. Let's head off to Ohio. David, welcome to the program. Uh, hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What can we help you with today? Yeah, I wanted to ask Nick there. You guys, the last time he was on, he were talking about this uh, new diesel uh, navigation, which has the dash cam built into it well i bought one like a year ago i think it's like a 765 and it has the dash cam um mm-hmm. 780 under- yeah okay yeah that's it mine does it sounds like the new one's gonna have a camera that swivels that way because to get the angle to look at the screen your camera's usually not going where you want to is that kind of the idea there yeah it just gives you more mounting versatility to have a swivel on the back so the new new diesel cam, it's the diesel cam OTR 710 is the new one. Uh, fun right. naming, right? But we, we basically <laughs> blended it into our OTR series. Um, the previous one that you're using is the diesel cam 785, which is kind of a, it's kind of before the OTR series. Um, it's a little bit more of an, a little bit of an older product. Um, has a little bit, you know, right. lower resolution, lower resolution camera. Um, so the newer one that just came out uh, this year um, has a, a full, you know, high-res camera, you know, a 1080p camera, uh, has swivels on the back, um, so you get really high-resolution video, and then it connects to the to the diesel app as well so that you can get the, you know, like Garmin Vault storage so that the, the videos will automatically be stored, stored up in the Garmin Vault, um, and then you can see them on your phone and you can share them as needed, those kinds of things. So. Okay. But yeah, yeah the, I, I, the I think I'm probably going to go with. Yeah, got you. I want to. I want to get that one just because some of the better features. Yeah, it gives you, gives you all the new features as well. The the satellite imagery at your destination uh, for arrival right. planning and all that kind of stuff is all that stuff's built into it. So it's the latest and greatest of everything. Like, this one when I one one of the other reasons I picked this model when I did because it has a you could hook up a backup camera to it and. I ended up, I got a backup camera. I misunderstood which one I was supposed to get, and I got the BC30, and it takes the 35. Mm-hmm. Do you know which cam- backup camera will be compatible with the with the OTR 710? 
Yeah, so we, we launched a new backup camera as well. Um, so the BC50 is the newest and it's the latest and greatest uh, backup camera. So I'm okay. kind of curious. Um, I assume you're a truck driver? Yes. So how, how are you using the backup camera? I would I love to hear the story the- that you use. Uh, the main reason I, I switch trailers a lot. I know I'm a same trailer, so I, I'm going to put it on the back of the cab so I can see hooking up. My main reason. Gotcha. So you, there you go. You do use hey. it for hookup to the kingpin. Perfect. That's awesome. That's good to know. I, I, I just wondered how many people used it that way. Um, um, and so that's great. Yeah, the BC50 hey. would be a great camera for you. It just hooks up to your to, to some power on your device. I mean, on your on your full volt power on your on your cab. Hey, Eric. Yeah. I, I actually uh, had the BC30. I'll uh, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, Eric's been holding out on me here. What's this backup camera I don't know about? <laughs> oh, you don't know about the BC50, that one? Uh, now I, I, know, I want so one. So what, what's the form factor? Is this like a camera that I would mount externally? Like right now on my coach, I have a, yes. you know, a little camera in a housing on the back. But I, I hate it. it the, mm-hmm. I, I've replaced it a couple times. I haven't found anything I really like. Um even if I have to mount this externally on the back of my coach, I think I'm going to get one. Yeah, so it's a, this camera is teeny tiny. Uh, I would call it a very small camera. Um, standard mounting, because um, we sell these to, to anybody with a, with a regular car as well as, uh, as RVs and, and trucks, right? And so uh, for, a, for a standard car installation, it, it, it clips right to the, to the uh, license plate. So okay. You clip it right to the center of the license plate yeah. on a regular car. Uh, on a truck, if you're going to mount it um, on the back of the cab or some other place, there's quite a bit of mounting versatility um, with it as well. But it is an external camera. It's uh, you know kind of got the, got the waterproofness. It's got the, the ruggedness that it can handle the elements. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, but it's a very, very small camera. Yeah, um, nice. But the, um, the wiring installation, you got to find you got to tw- find twelve volt power. Uh, we we suggest that you connect it to like your reverse lights. Okay. Um, which would then you know which then just makes the most sense because um, when you put your, your your vehicle in reverse, then the it reverse activates lights turn the on camera. And the camera right. turns on, and and it it would automatically, and then it'll automatically connect to your OTR in the cab, and you can see that. Uh, the backup camera would just turn on automatically. You don't actually have to press a button. So it just uh, oh, oh, it becomes yeah, hands-free I, if you connect it to the to the to reverse lights. Yeah, I'm getting me one this afternoon. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad we had well, John for other reasons, but now I know about a camera. <laughs> I've been fighting with my camera forever. I replaced it. I'm still not all that happy with it. I mean, I've got a separate display on yeah. the dash just for my backup camera. So... Now I should be able to wire everything right into the navigator. That'll be awesome. I don't even have to wire yeah, it, right? It just connects. On, on the type of vehicle, right, it's, it's wireless yeah. to the device. You wire it for power, but it's right. wire, wired for power only, and then it's wireless to the device. And it's got a, a nice extended range uh, for trucks and RVs. So um, I should mention we also have a night vision version. So if you... You know, have one that's if you don't have strong reverse lights where you're mounting this and you don't have it's not lit well, uh, you're going to use it at night. Then we do have one with night vision as well. So um, it would uh, give you a lot better uh, view well, in dark areas. There we go. I'm, now I'm upgrading to the night version. Well, there you go. All right. 
We've got both. Right. There and you go. the caller, wow. yeah, that's the one to get with the new OTR. BC-50, you said the BC-50? That's it. And the 30 will not be compatible. The 30 is not compatible with any of the diesels. It would have been the 35. Um, that's right. The, yeah, the I got the wrong the one. Diesel. So I'll just I'll have to sell it, too. So, all right. That's it. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the call. Thanks Good stuff. Hey, Eric, you know what this reminds me of? Um, with these devices, both the navigation and the, um, but especially the wearables, uh, it almost feels like we're in the 90s with computers again. You know, where you constantly wanted to upgrade because things were really getting much better with every new version. You know, now it's not so much like that. Apple brings out a new computer. I barely (laughs) pay attention to it anymore because the one I've had is working. You know, I just don't upgrade. But on these devices, it's like I get a device and a week later I want something else because it got so much better. Yeah, we really do work hard to try to make every iteration very compelling. Um, and so that uh, as and we try to refresh our, our product lines uh, pretty often, especially for the truck driving market. We love our truck driving customers. Um, they are awesome, and we try to serve them the best we possibly can um, with all kinds of devices, navigators, headsets, you know, yeah. ELDs, everything. Yeah, just kind of letting people know it's just part of technology. You know, we're in that place right now with yep. these wearable devices that there's breakthroughs where, and this is just how it works. And, you know, it, it's just, you got to deal with it. You buy something and just know it won't be long. There will be a better version of that something. That's right. Yeah. And it's a good thing. It just gets a little frustrating sometimes because, you know, and sometimes your timing's bad. You, you buy something new and you're right up against the, you know, something comes out a week or two later. So usually I try to be on the the leading edge of this kind of stuff. So if I buy something new, it, I at least have a little while before something better comes out. All right, let's... Uh, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, let's grab another call. Calls are coming in. I love it. While we've got you here, let's we're going to take advantage of it. George, welcome. Hey, Kevin. Um, between Dr. Davis and his book, Wheat Belly, and you that I've listened to since the Dave Demo years, um, I know that wheat is bad for me, <laughs> but I struggle with it with my favorite fried chicken, which is Popeye's brand, and they fry in beef tallow, so they they don't use industrial seed oils, but I still have to worry about the wheat. My question is, if you fry wheat in a high-pressure pot like Popeye's does at a high temperature, does it change it so it's not bad for me anymore? (laughs) You know, George, that's what I call wishful thinking. No. No, it, it, if anything, yes, it did. Yes, and I'm wishing right. that you would tell me. <laughs> I I'm wishing you would tell me that it's, <laughs> that it's okay. <laughs> I know you are, and I can't. No, if, if it changes, it changes for the worst. It, there's nothing good about this process. Gluten isn't going to go away. Glyden isn't going to go away. Uh, we still have damage from the heat. Even in beef tallow, they're, they're frying at probably a higher temperature than they should be with beef tallow. 
Like when I fry with beef tallow, I do it at 300. I would do it at 250 or 275 right. if I could, but my my one of my fryer doesn't go down that low. So 300 is the lowest I can go. And and even then, I would never do wheat flour of any kind. I, I just wouldn't do it. I mean, I, I that is the one thing I have absolutely eliminated from my life, and I never cheat on that one. And uh, you've, I've heard you say that so many times, it's ingrained in my head, too. But yeah, I, I still, I still struggle, struggle with it, you know? Okay. Now, and I now, don't know what temperature that they fry out, but prob- they use a pressure pot, you know, a, you know is, like a pressure cooker fryer. Which is higher temperature. That's the whole point of using okay. pressure. Okay. So if you think about boiling okay. water, it's the same example. Water boils at 212. So in an open pot, you could never get water higher than 212 degrees. It just can't do it. But when we put that same water under pressure in a pressure cooker or pressure canner, we can get temperatures up around 250 degrees, which is, is, that's a significant increase. That's why pressure cookers work because they're able to create more. So a pressure fryer is the same concept. We're using the pressure because we can create even more heat. And it's heat that causes all the damage to our food. Heat will destroy that beef tallow. You, you heat that up to 375 okay. even, which a normal fryer can easily reach 375. I don't know what these pressure fryers are reaching, but 375 will damage beef tallow. That's why I fry at 300. Okay. Okay. Well, now I, I was I was wishful thinking. Well, let me, let me give you an alternative to fried foods. Now, it's not going to be Popeye's thick, crunchy, you know, coating that you really like. But if you're looking for a fried coating, we have two options. Um, one, you can use uh, arrowroot flour works really well. And the other is as long as you're metabolically healthy. You know, some of us have been doing this long enough. We're now metabolically healthy. One of the things I do add back in is rice, white rice only. But you, that can be in the form of white rice itself, which I'll eat once a week probably, or it could be rice flour, or it could be rice noodles. So like Thai food, I actually get the noodles. They're rice noodles. Now, I don't do this every day. There's a lot oh, of carbs okay. in there. So you've got to be careful with this. Right. There's a lot oh, yeah. of carbs. So if, right. you're, if you're metabolically healthy right. and you watch it, there's no other downside to white rice. White rice is just starch. There's no yep. proteins in there that would bother us. So it's very neutral. It's just high in carbs. So tempura okay. batter, if you've ever had tempura, that's rice flour. Yes. So you can use a okay. tempura yeah. coating as long, again, as you're metabolically healthy and you understand how many carbs are in there. Right. And I am both. I've been Good. eating Good. your way. Pretty much for about fifteen years. You Excellent. Know, so. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Then, then you I, could handle. I started off with Doctor Atkins. Oh, good. Yeah. Same. Same stuff. You could handle the. You know, adding some rice in. Oh yeah, yeah. I go once a week and have wonderful sushi. There you go. Yeah, me too. That was the one thing Nagiri. I didn't want to give Nagiri. up. Yep. Yeah. Right. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me, me same same yeah. style. Okay. All right. All right. Well, real good. I appreciate you answering my question. You have a wonderful day. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Uh, they're still coming in. So, uh, Eric, you still good for a while? I am. I have one update for you. Oh, oh excellent. I Go ahead. I found the product that we launched. We, we launched HRV status 
with a product that launched on June 1st called the Forerunner 955. Got it. So that is when that, that feature was launched. So the Forerunner 955 was the first product and the Forerunner 255. So our latest version is the Forerunner, which is our running watches. And that is when HRV status uh, was added as a feature. And so you can see why it would kind of roll out across our current product lines um, and probably select product lines um, from that point forward. Uh, so you getting it in early July makes a lot of sense. So that's where it came from. I just sent you a text uh, hey. with uh, a link to the to the HRV data um, website on Garmin.com so you can kind of read up on exactly all it is. Hi. So you can see the, the details behind it. I've got that up here in front of me, and as you were talking, I was just scrolling through it. I can't wait to read this. This looks like a really good piece. Um, I'll post a link to this up on HealthyTribe.com as well, because this looks like a really interesting piece explaining HRV. Yeah, perfect. Excellent. All right. Let's... Uh, I thought right. I'd give you that update. I was researching... Yeah, I want to make yeah. sure I got you the right answer. Excellent, perfect. All right, let's uh, let's grab another call. Let's go to Pennsylvania. Gene, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Um, before I get to what I called in, Kevin, I wanted to let you know the um, when you were at Pittsburgh Power, I met you in the back parking lot. Yeah, I showed you a picture of my mother's leg where they had the, she had the necrotizing fleshy. I just had to cut all that skin off. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, well, the skin graft is take, everything was good, but she's been sitting in that chair, um, not doing anything for eight months now. Ooh. And Ooh. the, the physical therapists were come and they couldn't do anymore cause they couldn't get her up. I started using the X3 band. I put behind her shoulder blades underneath her arm and put out on her leg and had her do leg extensions as she was sitting. Excellent. Within three days, within three days, we had her on her feet standing and now she's starting to walk. So I love this story, oh. but I, I, it worries me a little bit. I love this story. I'm glad you did that. Wait, and the physical therapist just couldn't do anything? No, and I showed them the bands. They're like, oh, that's really good stuff, but we're going to do this. I'm like, you know, slap yourself in the forehead and say I know. WTF. It, I know. It, it, well, congratulations. So that's awesome. With, and th and she had been working with physical therapists for like two months. And then I finally had enough. I'm like, you know what? I brought, I actually have two X3 band or right. X3 kits. Good. I took one over. I says, we're going to do this. We started with the, the lightest band and she did 30 of those. I went to the second band. She did 30 of those. So I went to the third band up and she was getting to about 20 and that's where she started struggling. So we're working with the third band now. Excellent. But from her, whenever we would stand her, me and my wife would have to balance her. She got under a walker and she could only stand for maybe 20 seconds. Within three days, we had her standing with her walker by herself. And then she started taking some steps. So we've been working. We've had more production than the physical therapy which is, has had. Which so, is awesome, Jean, because this will, this will save her life. She would die in that chair. Yeah, it's the single biggest reason our yeah. seniors die. They either fall and then they become immobile. They get too weak over some sort of an event like this, and then they can't recover from it. And once you stop moving, it's the beginning of the end. And she knows this because she was an LPN for oh, 52 yeah. years working in working yeah. in elder care. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then she really knows. And, she, and I'm sure that's what helps give her the motivation to do the hard work to get out of that chair. 
Yeah, she retired December 31st at the age of 72. Wow. And Valentine's Day, she went into the hospital. She turned 73 in the hospital. She spent 83 days in the hospital. Uh, uh, well, glad to hear she's but on the, the, the mend and you're working work. with her. Good, good. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Now, for the reason I called in, I have uh, an OTR 1000. And uh, I've recommended the, the Garmin because the other... My previous GPS, I can't stand anymore because once I got adapted to the Garmin way of thinking, it's far superior. Good. <laughs> Except for the fact and the other people that I've recommended it to, they've got uh, either 800s or 1000s. We're having a hard time keeping the communication from you know, the, the Bluetooth from the phone to the navigation device. Gotcha. So the pairing to the diesel app. Yeah, and it, it will pair, it will be, it might stay on for two days, and then all of a sudden, it won't do it. And I've I've called tech support a couple times, and they've sent me the same steps. I've done the whole way down to uninstalling the apps off my phone and reinstalling it, make sure everything was up to date. I've turned everything on, even though I don't want everything on, because I... I <laughs> One of the other issues, I'm going down the road and I'll be in the middle of a conversation. It'll pick up on something I said and it'll say navigating now. It, it Somehow it something I said triggered it to look for somewhere else to navigate to and it's changed my whole navigation. So I don't like having the the voice command on, on it either. But right. The way, that, the way we've been navigating and my one driver, he, he doesn't... <laughs> He says he doesn't know how to program it into the GPS because once we got it figured in, we browse into Google Maps, we drop a pin, we share it to diesel, and then we hit navigate, and that's how we program, you know, for our destination. Gotcha. But if we can't, if we can't communicate to it, then, uh, yeah, then that becomes yeah, a problem it, for sure. Yeah. And one of the things that, that his convincing moment uh, we had picked up in Boston and we're going to Las Vegas and we were coming at 40 coming down into Albuquerque and there was a backup coming down through the pass. It was like a six hour backup and I had mine hooked up and it told me, you know, we had a, we had a six hour wait. So we jumped off at Moriarty at the, the, the TA up there and we avoided sitting in on I-40 for six hours. We sat at the truck stop instead. And that was his, uh, his light bulb moment. Like I need to get one of those. Well, I've been telling him, you know, it's, been far superior than the other navigation device that we were using. So, but yeah, having, the, so, but we, we need to keep that communication to the device though. Absolutely. You do. That's for sure. So a couple questions for you. Um, so since you had the OTR 1000, you probably started with the drive app because um, we didn't roll out the diesel app until, um, you know, well into the life of the OTR 1000. But did you switch apps? Um, from the, I did. From the drive to the diesel, you did. Yeah, okay, sweet. That's good. Um, and then, and I do, um, I do have the other app on as well because I've got the uh, was it the WS67 dash cam? Yeah, yeah. So you've got both. Yes, that's a good. So I have question. to run both apps. Yeah, are you iOS or Android? Android. Android. Okay, that is interesting. So we did have some problems. Early on, um, I would say there were some problems early on where the the old app, like the Drive app, would still try to connect and it would compete um, with the with the connection from the diesel app, and so you'd get the two kind of competing with each other. 
and it would just uh, it would just become a problem. So, um, my suggestion to you, maybe you've tried it, maybe you haven't. My suggestion would be maybe to uninstall the Drive app. Uh, I have and maybe reinstall it and just repair it. You've done that one. Yeah, and I've sometimes sometimes it will work if I go into the diesel app and clear the cache. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that will fix it, and if you go in and clear the memory, then it resets everything back to square one. You got to reprogram it all back in. But um, either way, sometimes and it's not consistent. If I clear the cache, sometimes it still doesn't connect. Right. And. I'm using a Motorola device as my phone, but my other driver has the has the newest, latest, and greatest Samsung phone as well, and it's happening to to both of us. And there's a I don't know what the other I've got a couple other people that I recommend it to. Like, hey, it was working until we can't. How do you get it to keep connected? And it, it's been a reoccurring thing within a, a tight circle that I have for recommendations. So, you know, if you guys all have kind of that uh, the previous generation of the OTRs, are y'all like OTR one thousand eight hundred? Or are you, yeah. are you guys on the on the X10 series already? Yeah, no, nobody's on the X10 yet. I I, I can't see to drop the drop that much money for again for another. No, I get device. it. No, you, right. you'd be a, you'd be a ridiculously good customer to do that, right? So, <laughs> so yeah. buying, now, you bought one within the last two years, and you're buying another one. That's that's you're a good Garmin customer right there. And I and I've made me. several recommendations because. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as I refer to the uh, Crash McNally, was the uh, the old one. That <laughs> it, it irritated me so I had I had actually bought a new. It was the Tablet eighty five that had the, the the dash cam on the back of the GPS. Mm-hmm. That day, the mount you go down the road and it looked like you had Tourette syndrome or Parkinson. It just <laughs> you couldn't really watch a video without getting sick. But whenever it would route me completely it, it would take me 20 miles in the opposite direction to get on a road that i could go down the road three miles and make a left and go you know, it just their navigation just drove me insane i had spent 800 and some dollars on that device used it for two months and i got the uh, the garmin the the otr 1000 um and yeah so that was a couple 800 purchases back to back and one's just a paperweight on my desk now gotcha that's that's you. You're a good Garmin customer. I appreciate you. So I have, we're going to take care of you I, on this app stuff. Um, I do think it's going to take some some effort on our mobile app development team. I think there's a bug um, that they're going to have to fix. So just make sure, from your perspective, uh, just make sure that you're keeping that uh, app up to date and be be on the lookout for updated versions. So yes, sir. I, I um, that's every the time best I, I can home. tell you right now. But I think the app the app is the issue right now. Uh, that you just need to update that uh, when it comes out. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense because I say every time I go home, I check for updates both on the phone and on the unit uh, to make sure yep. everything is is up to date and current. And I have a I have uh, a little bit of a background in IT, you. so <laughs> that helps. Yeah, I'm an I'm an iOS user, and so the vast so pretty much all of my testing is always using using iPhone and. Sometimes these connectivity issues can be very specific to yeah. either Android or iOS. And so I will um, uh, open up a ticket and get the mobile team taking a, taking a quick look at the Android side of things and making sure we're, we're buttoned up in the way we should be. So Excellent. Um, yeah, I don't I, think you are the only one with this. I just, I just check reviews on, on the Google Play Store as well. It looks like uh, just, just uh, a few days ago uh, somebody else um, 
posted a review on on the Google Play Store with the same same issue. So um, yeah, you're not alone. Been, so we'll just we'll get on it. I do know. I have been convinced that the iOS, the Apple, is a better product. But I've been working with the IBM model PC starting from there and just migrated through Android since uh, 1990. Whenever we studied, we 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 started on the 8086 and the 8088 structure, and I've been in that PC structure the whole time. And I just, my, and I've stayed away from Apple because it just drove me crazy. Uh, when I was a copier technician, I could uh, put a new device in there and all network devices. And I could put the print oh, yeah. driver scan, the folder scan, the email. I could do everything on a PC in about five minutes. I did it on a, uh, on an Apple one time and it took me an hour and it wasn't quite right yet. <laughs> I just not familiar with the infrastructure. So I feel like a kindergartner. So I stay away from Apple. <laughs> Yeah, I get what you mean there. I'm I'm very very similar. I, my phone is an Apple phone, but I'm a I'm very much a PC guy. And anytime I'm over on a Mac, it I, I am I feel the exact same way. So. Okay. Well, hey, I appreciate your attention on that, and uh, look forward to some uh, updates. Excellent. All right. Yep. We'll we'll get it fixed. Thanks for the call. Thank you very much. Hey, Eric, you're creating an awful lot of work for me today. <laughs> Talk about that. It, you did just, you see my second text there? I did. Where, where did this come from? I have to order yeah. one now. This is awesome. I have a, a another. I have yeah. several of these smart blood pressure monitors, and they work and they're great, but they don't integrate well into the other stuff that I'm doing. Am I reading this right? If I use this blood pressure monitor, it's going to show up on my Connect app. That's correct. Yes, this is Garmin's um, smart blood pressure monitor. We just launched this this week. It comes from the fitness team. It has absolutely nothing to do with trucking. I was not involved in this whatsoever. So, <laughs> uh, sorry to say it, it, it was designed outside of the trucker mindset, but it is designed with health and wellness of our customers across the board. Um, and so it, it is a health and wellness product. It is our index BPM smart blood pressure monitor. Um, I know how much you uh, focus on health and with your destination health side of things. I thought you might be interested. I shot you a text there. I love this. Now, I I don't know if we know this or you know this now. We're a retailer. Does that mean we have access to all the products or do we have a limited number of products? Would we be able to put this in our store? Uh, I would think so. I don't see why you would have to. I mean, you guys did the the Instinct One on your store earlier, right? That's outside right. of outside of automotive. So, yeah. yeah, I would assume you're as a set up as a Garmin retailer, you should be able to retail any of our products. I'm so. I'm gonna look. In, I'm gonna order me one today. I'm just gonna get one. I think this is awesome, and if it works as good as I'm sure it's going to, I think we're gonna want to put this one in our store. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. this. We, we Man, definitely. You'll have to just check back with our. Uh, on the on the retail side of things, whoever your contact is there, and uh, and see if you can get that that going. Yeah, so, boy, that's exciting. I think I think there's great applications um, uh, for truck drivers. Uh, I know they're they're always interested in in focusing on health and wellness, and this is just a, a smart blood pressure monitor that you can just throw on and throw on. It's a blood pressure cuff. You throw it on, it'll automatically take your blood check, pressure, check your heart rate, all that kind of stuff, and then it'll save all your results. Um, into the Garmin Connect app and just sync them up there automatically so you can just see your results. And then you can share your results with your physician and all those kinds of things. It'll kind of keep track. So. You know, we, we and I don't know internally, we'll certainly do it. This might 
this is a, a really good device for truck drivers specifically, and I'll tell you why. They, they, there is an issue in the industry. We've always had it. We deal with it, but uh, blood pressure is one of the things they watch pretty closely on a DOT physical. And if you're out of range, then instead of a physical every two years, you might have to go every year. And if it gets worse, then you might have to get a physical every six months. And then I've seen people down to three-month physicals because a, a number like blood pressure is just too far out of whack. One of the problems we know of with blood pressure is something called white coat syndrome. People go to the doctor and their blood pressure goes up because they're at the doctor. It, it's a very well-known oh, yeah. phenomenon. Yeah. They, they call it white coat syndrome. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing. The, the doctors that do these DOT physicals, uh, and we try to educate people on this, they just do it wrong. They, they're, everybody's in a hurry all the time. So, you know, the, the driver comes in, he's kind of in a hurry, just wants to get this over with. The nurse grabs him right away, drags him into a room, and takes his blood pressure right then. Well, that's the wrong way to do it. You're right. supposed to sit quietly in a, you know, a, a semi-dark room for about five minutes with your feet flat on the floor, you know, do some deep breathing. That gives us a more accurate reading than this rush, rush. And, you know, the, the people taking it, well, it's like no big deal to them. They don't care if you have to come back every six months. But I don't want drivers to have to go back. We want them to get a two-year medical card. So I tell them, you need to monitor your own blood pressure all the time. So you know what it is. And if you go in to the doctor's office and it's way elevated, then show them your records. All these devices, you'd just be able to show, you'd be able to open the Connect app and say, Doc, look, my blood pressure's never elevated except yep. when I come in here. It, and that's a, a common thing. So, you know, we've always recommended monitoring your own blood pressure. I've just never had a real strong recommendation on a device. There's one that's been around forever. Omron has been making blood pressure cuffs forever, but they're, you know, it's not smart. It's not connecting to an app at all. So I'm, I'm really excited right. about that, that this fits in to the environment we we're already using. And, and like I said, this is a pretty big deal for truck drivers. Well, good. I'm I'm glad to hear that that you, you're giving me a, a good angle to to kind of look at there and, and talk about um, internally to see if we want to um, take this and, and and figure out where where else we could position it um, uh, for truck drivers. But yes, yeah. I mean yeah. just in general for anyone listening, um, the device uh, will will it's just a blood pressure cuff. You put it on and it'll measure your heart, measure your blood pressure. You can do it in. In, in your truck, you can take it with you. It's battery powered. It doesn't need to be plugged in. It's just it just goes. It's I think the battery power is supposed to last. I mean, one battery. It's not a rechargeable battery. It's just a, a it's just you don't recharge it. You just replace the batteries. And one battery, one set of batteries says it lasts for nine months. Yeah, I could see so, that. And and this is uh, yeah. one of the smallest devices yeah. I've ever seen for this. Really nice size. Yeah, and so it'll save all of your readings or and you can review like you you can create like a seven day last seven days report a last month report or a one year report in the app and you can export them to a pdf and send it to your healthcare provider so, oh yeah i am excited about this pretty cool I, I, yeah i'd love this uh 
like I said, I'm going to get get one and, and get working on this, make it part of our protocol. I like this. Uh, let's see if we ha- we've got another call. Let's uh, let's go to California. Brandy, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kevin. I have a question that probably is really simple, but well, I just don't can't figure out how to, to get it resolved. So I have a Garmin OTR 700. And ever since I bought it, it's always wanting an update and I don't have internet at home. And there used to be like a flying J's, you take your Garmin in and then they would update it. But I haven't seen those in quite a while now. And the nearest internet to me would be like a McDonald's, but I don't go to McDonald's or a Barnes and Noble and they're few and far between for truck drivers. So how do I update this without internet? Well, it can't be updated without the internet. You need the internet in some way, shape, or form, right? It doesn't right. have to be Wi-Fi, but it does have to be the internet, right? And so that's where the update comes from, right? There's no way to magically get you the data files you need without it coming through the internet. So you've got to have the internet, but um, the device itself has Wi-Fi on it. So, I mean, if you took the device to a truck stop um, and you just it, maybe you have an overnight truck stop or something like that or or you're there for a little while, just the, just the software update is usually pretty quick. It's usually five minutes or so to get a software update. The map See, updates, those take a long time. Um, seems to me so like... Those are, those are hours. Yeah, it seems to me like there's an awful lot of rest areas these days with Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. No, they're gone. Are okay. they really? Well, I mean, Iowa used to have them, but, you know, there is the risk of of doing that um yeah as well as passwords and all all that kind of stuff well uh that's just that's i'm just showing my knowledge of what i don't know it just okay so the the fear of connecting into something and oh you're worried about just being on a public wi-fi Exactly. Okay, so two options here. Yeah, you don't one, have to one. worry about being on a public Wi-Fi for the device. Right. So you know, the, right. the Garmin device only, when it when you connect it to a public Wi-Fi, it, it doesn't go looking all over the Internet. It just and, looks to our Garmin servers for updates. It doesn't it doesn't have, like, a browser on it that lets you go search anything. The, the, the device would not be in danger. And like your own personal computer... Yeah, and that you could maybe say, okay, if I have a lot of important stuff on there, there is uh, that is a that's a risk that I would say is your decision. But the Garmin device yeah. is only looking one place; it will just look to our one spot in the internet that we control. Yeah, and let let's talk about that. So, okay. yeah, you can get hacked on a public Wi-Fi. It's possible. This device, though, Eric is correct. No, there are no hackers out there scanning to find an open port on a GPS device. Because there's nothing they're going to get out of that device that's worth their time. So you don't have to, he's absolutely correct. You do not have to worry about connecting the device, even connecting a laptop. Um, Let's think about this. The only way somebody's going to hack you at that moment, they have to be sitting in that rest area. And, and hackers aren't going to sit around in a rest area hoping that somebody pulls in with a vulnerable computer and some data that they actually want to steal off of it. There, there's far easier ways to go get data than to hang around rest areas and you'd be there 12 hours and never get anything. So, and then on top of that, there's a real simple solution. Get a Mac, 
Now, Apple's never had a problem with security. I run no security software on my on any of our Apple products. We never have. We have no virus protection of any kind. You just don't need it. We don't have problems on the Apple platform with this. On if you're on a, a you know a, a PC platform, you should have some good security software. Just part of what you should have on there, and then you shouldn't worry about it. Because it's almost yeah. impossible to get anything All done these I days without connecting to the internet. Exactly, I hear you, and I just kind of—I've been stuck here, and I did. And I used to go to the Flying J's, and they would—and they would take your device and they would update it. But they seem to have disappeared. Well, the, I mean, all the truck stops still yeah. have Wi-Fi, so just connect. And Sarah just said yeah. plenty of rest areas still have Wi-Fi. She saw one on an Iowa rest stop today. I, I know they're out there. Last time I was okay. on the road, I, I saw many rest areas that had Wi-Fi. And again, you pull in, you connect, five minutes like later, said, you're was, out of there. And there's no danger. It was, a, it was a stupid question. I just didn't have the answer. No, it's not Thank a stupid you. question. Not at all. We just, just helping you out okay. here. You, you don't need to be so worried about those kind of things, really. There, there's nobody out there that's going to hack your GPS. Okay. All right. I appreciate the answer. Thank you so much, Kevin. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Um, Eric, I've got one here for you. Something you said earlier, and I think I was reading about the... Uh, the other stuff you sent me. So um, earlier you mentioned something about the um, video files uploading to the cloud mm -hmm. on the camera. So does that mean you don't even have to mess with SD cards anymore? So yeah, the, so the, the diesel cam, the cam integrated camera version or any of our dash cams, they have SD cards on them. That's where the videos are stored. Um, but you don't have to remove the SD card from the device and then put it in your computer and pull the videos off and all those kinds of things. We, we've kind of gotten rid of that. So the, the cameras will uh, store the video onto the SD cards, and then when the camera gets uh, access to Wi-Fi, uh, let's say you park at a place where there's Wi-Fi and the, the camera connects, uh, it will upload its footage um, to the Garmin vault and then be visible within the diesel app. So you can just take a quick peek and you can see all the, all the clips that have uploaded um, anything you've saved. Um, and then you can also do, if you uh, don't, didn't have access to Wi-Fi, you could connect directly yeah. your phone uh, to the device via Wi-Fi. So the device and the phone would connect to each other directly um, and you'd be able to pull the videos off oh, um, nice. that way. Boy, you got the best of all worlds here. You've got it uploading to the cloud. You've got a backup on a on a hard device, the SD card. You can access it from your phone. That's pretty hard to beat. Yeah, we 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 really try to make it as versatile as we can. Um, we really do. Uh, we're really focused right now on our on our truck drivers when it comes to dash cams. The story is just very very strong uh, for those guys. I mean, it's it's it's. It's livelihood protection. Yeah, it's not just protecting yeah. your vehicle or your investment. It's protecting your livelihood, and it's it's recording incidents, and it's keeping making sure that uh, um, you know you can you can prove that you were not at fault. Um, uh, truck drivers are professionals, and um, they're professional drivers. And I think a lot of times uh, uh, they are not the guilty party when it comes to <laughs> right. uh, when it comes to incidents. Um, and so uh, they're doing it day in and day out. So. Uh, it's, it's, it's good to have coverage and have that protection. 
Excellent. Eric, I just I want to check in and make sure you don't have to run off to something else, because every time we have you on the show, you are a popular guy. The questions are just piling up. That's great. I, my, my heart stop is at 1130, so Got 30 it. more minutes. Perfect. Let's, uh, let's keep rolling through the calls, then. We're going to head off to Idaho. Farley, welcome to the program. Wow, this is an honor. Uh, shout out to my buddy Jeff Young that uh, turned me on to your uh, app here. Thank you for your, what you're doing here. Hey, uh, I've got a question on this headset. I got the Garmin 200. And try as I might, working with the tech support, my, uh, uh, I've got a, a Galaxy phone, and it uh, finally, uh, using the Garmin, is it the diesel app? I was, is that what you got to do? You got to pair the headset to the diesel app and then pair the Garmin OTR 700 to the diesel app. And so what I'm excited about is my text, my text messages are coming on the phone and I can even hit the play button and it'll read it to me. What I can't seem to accomplish is to have the audio, the directions you know, like when you want, you're listening to Google Maps, uh, you're talking to somebody on the phone, it'll voice over and you can hear direction. So you are, if you ain't paying attention, you have a better chance to make the exit. I can't seem to get those directions. What am I doing wrong? Ooh, that's a good question. That should, that should work automatically if you have both devices paired to the diesel app. So if you've got the headset, okay, quick question, which navigator do you have? Uh, uh, navigator, uh, I got the OTR 700. Is that what you're asking me? OTR 700. Yeah, that should work. So, yeah. So if that one is paired to the diesel app and connected, and then the headset's paired to the diesel app and connected, you should get audio prompts, uh, for your turn by turn navigation in the headset. So in your ear, you should get that when they're both turned on uh, and both connected. But so, so and I, 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 if I may ask, uh, interrupt a second, I had one of your help, I call Garmin all the time, and I, I think they're blocking me because they're tired of <laughs> hearing me out. <laughs> but, uh, no, they, they, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the one gal that got me into the diesel app, then, and then that really revolutionized how everything was working, and then this other guy was saying, oh, no, you've got to, Bluetooth the headset to the Garmin or to the OTR 700 first. That that doesn't. I, I can't do it. It won't do it. It's only looking for a phone. It won't. Yeah, we're, it won't we accept. We definitely. It. Yeah. Don't want okay. You to do that. That process it just gets cumbersome, right? It's too many Bluetooth things connected. Uh, the phone it tends to be the heart of where you're wanting all of your media to come from, right? You want your music to come from right. there. You want your phone calls come from there. Everything comes from the phone. So just connect everything to the phone, right? And so that's why we have our app yeah. on the phone. Just You just connect our devices to the app, and then, then we do the magic on the back end. So, yeah, don't try to connect your headset directly to your navigator. You're absolutely correct. It will not connect because it it. it your navigator doesn't do uh, that. We do have some that will do that, but yours doesn't. So, okay. so you wouldn't be able to anyway. Um, but in general, you should be getting those navigation prompts. You might, um, when you have everything hooked up and turned on, 
Um, and you check on the diesel app and you see kind of the blue dots on both of those, right? Where the, they're both turned right. Both your, your OTR is blue and my, and your headset's blue. So he's like, okay, I got my yeah. They're both connected. And you just need to check on your yeah. navigator and make sure volume's turned up. And if the volume on your navigator's turned up, um, you should what? hear it in your ear. I'm you still know. hearing loud and clear. I'm still hearing loud and clear. The Garmin has a good speaker on it per se. And I can hear the yeah. direction still, but it, but it's just not coming in the headset. And that was a feature. I was a tra- between that and the uh, mic, uh, you know, noise canceling mic that swings down. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been waiting for this headset all my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I love both headset for uh, listening noise cancellation to me, but it isn't a noise cancellation right. to people I'm talking to. So I had to run right out and get this headset as soon as. Jeff said it worked so well, but, uh, and then, uh, and I, I'm grateful that the earpieces are as big as they are. It's very comfortable to wear. The, uh, noise canceling headset is very acceptable, but I, I gotta say to your ID department, they might ought to go buy a pair of, uh, Bose, uh, Q45 and realize that they, they're still, uh, behind the eight ball on how good a noise cancellation it could be. I, I don't know, understand all that, but it's, it's but it's very acceptable, a whole lot better than Cleardyne and uh, Rand McDowell's Cleardyne. I had that for a while, but it it's it's uh, but I I can't hey. say enough about uh, where I'm going with this. Hey hey Farley, I I, oh, I yeah, am I, I am with yeah. you. I, I'm with you on everything you said with the headset, and I would love to have that level of noise canceling in my ears that Bose has, but. Bose is another company we had a long partnership work with. I actually got to meet Dr. Amar Bose once. Um, Their noise-canceling speaker technology in your ears is top of the line, best in the world, and you pay for it. As much as I would love to have it in this headset, I don't think I want to pay $800 for this headset, and that's probably what it would end up costing. With that level of noise-canceling, it's just expensive technology. Well, and, and, and that's just it, too. You bet. You get what you pay for in this right. world. I'm very excited. And the, 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 uh, I'm, I'm also grateful that the uh, mic, where you have the mic on the outside of the earpiece is holding up just fine. I'm, I'm afraid for it. It's, a very, it's vulnerable to damage. But, it, uh, but so far, I'm getting away with it. I will offer to them if they would look at uh, Blue Parrot's the way they put their mic, they once they protected it between the earpiece and the headset. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. That yeah, that totally agree. eliminated, ear, you know, that damage there. But no, I tell you what, it's it's a nice machine. It, it's it's uh, and and I hear you on that. Now, one other thing, if I may ask on it, uh, waypoints. Uh, I use uh, trip planners all the time. Uh, I'm going from on this road. Load here is 2,500 miles going across seven states. I always have to, every time I get a new Garmin, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> I got to go through and drop pins at every uh, state line, even though Garmin, it'll give you a heads up state line coming up. And Garmin knows where those state lines are, but you got to when you're leasing from uh, uh, Ryder or Penske, they want you to fill out a trip report identifying exactly what your odometer reading was at every state line 
<clears throat> whereas uh, if Garmin would allow me to uh, uh, help me to uh, save those waypoints so that I can create my trip pattern before I even leave in the morning, I'll know what my odometer reading is going to be when I hit there. Is just an idea there, too. I don't know if they could... Are you, are you connected with uh, design? You talk to these people? Are you on the board of directors or what? <laughs> this is all me. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking to the right guy. That's right. Basically. Um, so you, you are, you're definitely talking to the right guy. A couple of things. I just want to say thanks. I, I lived the the, uh, the the headset world for a long time. I uh, kind of put my blood, sweat, and tears into that headset. So I'm glad that you're appreciating things that are good about it. Um, I hear what you say uh, on the on the exposed boom mic side of things. I can tell you our mechanical engineering department is very, very good. Um, these guys know what they're doing and they test the heck out of it. And so they, ha- if they have dropped it so many times down in the Garmin <laughs> laboratories uh, and have dropped that headset on that boom mic so many times that they have uh, strong confidence that it is going to hold up. Uh, for the lifetime of your product on that one. Let me jump so, in there real quick, with Eric. All that said, um, I don't mean to interrupt, but let me jump in with that point because one, yeah, of, the, one of the things when I do when I test products, um, I, I abuse them on purpose. I, I want to know what it takes to mm-hmm. break a product. And I will tell you, I, I've got a blue parrot right here in front of me. So, And I never even thought about this. So you just said it. I have my blue parrot and my Garmin headset right in front of me, and I see the difference. But I can tell you this, I have abused my headset. I throw it around in the coach when I'm driving. I drop it on purpose. I hang it way up high on the coach and it falls off and the cord, you know, it's dangling by the cord. When I test products, I abuse them on yeah. purpose. I, this thing is rock yeah. solid and durable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh I, I was nervous with the money I had. Uh, I I spent on it, and my wife was just staring at me like, "How many headsets <laughs> do you have to have, really?" Well, yeah. I got to have a noise canceling mic. Right. That's what I have to have. Right. And and peanut and that disconnect earpiece. That's golden. Yeah. It and is. you know everything about it. I I I'm I'm excited. It it's. Uh, and it's a status demo. When you walk through a truck stop <laughs> and you've got one of these hanging on your head still, you can, I'm five foot five. I got a small man's complex. That's right. Uh-huh. I'm bad. I got the new one. Because it's very identifiable with that little uh, knot on the left ear there. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I can't say enough about it. Good. Uh, Garmin is, is it's the industry standard now. You know, it's... It, uh, I've always loved Garmin. I've had the 760 to 770, and then when uh, I was training a, a fellow named Snappy, and, and he bought a new OTR 700, and I'm looking at it, and I well, that's it. Got to go buy a 700. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys, it's uh, uh, I'm about spun out on my blood pressure here trying to make this phone call. I'm going to lose it. I'll let you go, and thanks for hearing me out. Talk, talk to your people about that state line uh, possibility, but uh, yep. I, and I'm sure when I, as soon as I hang up, I'll, I'll say, oh, shoot, I wanted to say something else. But anyway, <laughs> well, it's hey, all hey, good in the head. Hey, Farley, since you mentioned your blood pressure, they have an awesome new blood pressure reader. 
I, I, I seen that. I heard you when I was sitting there listening, and I went, well, that's another. That's my next new I thing know. I have to buy. I know. I got to do something with all this money I'm making. It's the best time to be a trucker, that's for sure. I don't know how the, the boys back in the day ever did uh, oh, 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 and I want to tell that person that was uh, getting the update on there to get their house. Well, I went right to, is it Olaf, the world headquarters, the Garmin, Olathe? Olathe. Yeah. Olathe, yeah. I walked in, I walked in, gave him my 700. The guy plugged it in. He says, yeah, there's been four updates since you bought this. I never did. Never did. Guess what? Uh, Oregon has a speed limit of sixty-five miles an hour now. <laughs> I mean, it's, the update took about fifteen minutes, and he and it's great. It's it's it's. I got uh, exits that I can take, and uh, it's uh, the update. I I recommend drive all the way to Kansas City and have that old boy do it because uh, it's a whole new machine. I'm oh, there. I'm you amped. go. There you go. Good stuff. Yeah, I, right. will, I will say those who, who frequent the Kansas City area do get the benefit of coming to Garmin HQ, and uh, they can just walk into our product support center right there and get their products updated. Nice. So, nice. Uh, there you go. So oh, yeah. And, they're, you know, you're, they're not going to inundate you with pressure. All you need to buy, you need to buy. They're there to serve. They take care of your business. Uh, and... and uh, you know, they, they really treat you good in there. Uh, so I recommend it. Uh, my route, my, all, when, a lot of times I drive across country and I get a chance to pull in there. I like going in just to see all the stuff they got on display. <laughs> but anyway, okay, I'll let you go. I got to reach out and talk to Jeff and see if he does some sort of podcast. And, and but he, he turned me on to you guys today. He says, Check these guys out, you know, and I said, hey, uh, there you go. All right, well, thanks again. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Thank uh, you, sir. Eric, I can't help but, you know, hear the excitement in his voice there. And I, I'm a student of mm-hmm. business and companies, and, and you know, I read, I, I love reading autobiographies of people who have started companies. And, you know, there, there, are, there are some companies in the country that have a, a really unique following. Um, and, and we know a lot of them. They're used as examples all the time. Apple's a big one. You know, Apple has a, an incredible loyal following, and it's not about money or price. People just love the products. Uh, I have several companies like this. Southwest Airlines, when I used to have to fly a lot, absolutely mm-hmm. loved Southwest. And that's a common thing. People who travel a lot, you know, that, that tends to be a pretty common thing. Uh, Michelin around tires. Just to me, it's just there are some companies that they may have competition, but they stand out for, for very specific reasons. Garmin is one of those companies. There's no doubt for me. They always have been. And what you guys have done in the cab, you know, a couple of years ago, you could have argued back and forth, you know, well, I like this one better because it has this feature. Um, those days are over. I mean, Garmin just dominates the the truck cab with technology now. Nobody is even close. Well, I appreciate that. We're working pretty hard uh, to stay ahead of the competition as much as we can. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of work, and 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 the reason we work so hard is just because the the customers are so passionate. You guys are passionate. They come. They keep coming back to us. 
Um, and that gives us the, the green light to keep making more awesome things. So can't, can't say enough that, you know, what well, you more could, customers are, are out there. The more we will make awesome things. You, you so. could certainly hear it in his voice. He was excited. That's for sure. Yeah. He was very excited. I'm really glad that I, I love hearing from a headset customer. The headset's a very new uh, product for us. It's a new category from us. Uh, this is actually Garmin's very first Bluetooth headset at all. We've never wow. made a Bluetooth headset. And so made it for truck drivers. And, um, uh, you know, we're learning a lot. Like you said, he's like, we're not to Bose level noise cancellation yet, but I can tell you that we want to be. I'll so bet. We're going to work yeah. hard. Well, and, and, and we're going we're gonna to learn what we need to learn to get there. So, you know, like he said, though, you guys handled the important part first. For a truck driver, the most important part is the noise canceling of the mic. And Bose doesn't have that at all. Theirs is right. awful. Um, the noise canceling in my ears right. is nice. And I'm glad you're heading that way, but it's not nearly as critical as, as the noise canceling on that mic is. Uh, let's. I want to keep moving yeah, here. I want to no, get to his, mic is a, is a big deal. Yeah, I want to get to as many calls as I can here before we got to let you go. We're going to go to California. Sam, welcome to the program. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, I've got a. I always had this idea with my Garmin. It would be great if I had live time traffic um, updates. And then um, last December, I walked in a truck stop and they had this new tablet. It was a brand new thing that a whole bunch of them there and i bought it It was an eight inch garmin they call it a tablet and it was advertised you know live um traffic updates and i said oh great anyway my problem is i i get the the traffic updates but it, it, it all my bluetooth devices are competing and it wants to answer the phone for me and i can't get it to stop mm-hmm. answering the phone and my truck isn't quiet enough to talk through my garmin device <laughs> And I had yep. to disable my traffic because I, I don't know how to get, keep it from answering my phone. Hey, real quick, <laughs> and, yeah, before, and making that, the phone call was very a, difficult. Before you start to answer this, Eric, I just want to be clear. When he says tablet, are uh-huh. we talking? We're talking about a navigator, right? Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it's sure. a tablet, but it's a yeah, it's a, it's a on the windshield um, eight inch uh, navigator. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's got the OTR 800, be my guess. Um, yes. How recently did you buy it? Could be the 810, maybe? The 810's awesome. If, if it has uh, that it light was, in uh, it, it's the de- Yeah, it was last December. Right. Last year. So he's got the OTR 800, which is an 8-inch. It is an Android-based device. It's got an 8-inch display. They're kind of a ruggedized tablet-like. Uh, so so, so in some, of, some of the truck stops, they may use that word in their marketing to, to throw it out there as a tablet, but it is a, it is the diesel OTR 800 that he's got um, common issue. Um, I'll try to make that a little bit clearer um, to uh, for the next time around here to fix that issue. So it doesn't keep doing this, uh, but in general, there's a setting that you need to go just turn off. So if you go in to the Bluetooth settings on your device, you'll see where your phone is paired you want to click on the name of your phone and then it'll show um, there'll be a, a little checkbox that says hands-free. Um, and you want to click that hands-free and turn that off because that means that the device okay. is going to try to answer the phone for you and you don't want the audio going through the OTR 800. You want it going to your headset or you want it going to your phone itself so you can just pick it up. So you don't want that. So you just turn off that hands-free 
and you're good to go. You can keep your phone connected uh, to the device. You can keep traffic. You can keep the diesel app turned on. Keep all that going and just awesome. turn that checkbox off, and then you should be good. Um, that's great. I had no idea that was there because the the traffic was awesome. It 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 literally saved me a couple of times. Said turn here, and I'm like, no, why did that? Turn there. Well, <laughs> there was an accident, and I didn't know it, <laughs> and I I steered clear of it. But then the whole phone thing was I I couldn't get over that. Okay, I got that problem taken care of. Thank you. This this headset. I I need to buy a headset. My my old parent is having issues and I just learned that you have a new product. Are those out in the stores yet yeah. or order only? Yeah, every or? single truck plaza, every single truck plaza, garmin.com and let's truck.com. You can buy it at any of those places. So, and we would certainly Fantastic. appreciate it if you um, yeah, go I, buy I, it from us. <laughs> oh yeah. I always, I always buy out of your store, Kevin. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> um, it. Awesome. I appreciate it. Can I, I mean, you're up against the clock. Can I, can I just ask a quick question, Kevin, for, sure. um, it, it pertains to this, um, when, when you got, um, uh, this anyway, when you got ousted from, uh, um, serious, oh God, brain dead. Yeah, anyway, when you went blank from serious yeah. in February, I was listening the day before I was listening your last show and the next day. anyway, what happened? What did you say that pissed somebody <laughs> off? You, can you so, say? Yeah, I can. I'll, I have no problem saying it. I put out a big letter right after it happened. So I'll, I'll go back, kind of set the stage. Remember when the Canadian truck protest was going on? Yes. And it was worldwide news. I mean, it was news everywhere. It was a big deal. Yes. And I, I was supporting them. I supported them from the start. I said it's one of the best protests in trucking I've ever seen, the way they managed it and handled it. And I was cri heavily critical of the Canadian government, how they handled it. It was awful. They ignored them. They threatened them. They treated them like criminals. Uh, and I was very vocal about it. And then, you know, they, they were putting people in jail. They put the leader of that movement in jail. They were confiscating people's trucks. I had somebody call me and they, they had not only did their truck get confiscated, their bank account was seized and their wife, who was yeah. three provinces away, running a separate business that had nothing to do with any of this. They seized her bank account. So that's what I'm talking about every day. And I'm, I'm pretty pissed about it. Then the American protest got kind of wound up and they were planning it, several of them. And I was supporting them. And I normally don't support stuff like this. I'm usually heavily critical of it. But this was a case where I thought we might be able to do some good if it's done right. So I was getting involved in it. And in the middle of all this, they, I, I'm on the air and I tend to read news or I scroll things, you know, watching what's going on while I'm on the air. And I see this article pop up and it's about a um, congressman out of Arizona and he was commenting, and he made the comment, he said, let those truck drivers come to D.C. We'll confiscate their truck and give it to a trucking company that wants to grow. And I lost it. And I said on the air, oh, and he's an ex-Marine. I said, he should be shot for treason. Huh. And I was done before the end of that show. Oh. <laughs> I, you know, that I just glossed over that because I, I listen to you every day. And that is one of the reasons I listen to you is you 
are one of the few people on any media platform that actually has an opinion anymore. Everybody's afraid of their job. And I, I figured with Howard Stern on there and his radio porn that you could say anything on your platform. <laughs> yeah. No, and no, you can't. You could about sex when, or when they booted you know, you yeah, anything else. But, you know, the, the congressman, well, you know, we have a hater, that whole issue. So as soon as I yeah. said it, the yeah. hater called the congressman's office immediately. The congressman immediately. And you know what? Oh, I don't know why he didn't grow a pair and actually call me. I wish he would have. I would have absolutely had him on my show. And, but he didn't. He got all butt hurt and he called Sirius and demanded that they cancel my show. And they did. So good for well, them. He finally, it's the, he finally got what he was looking for all those years. Too yeah, it's, it's, it's their platform. Anyway, uh, it it's, took it's, me a while to they, find you on this. Yeah, well, here's the thing. So, you know, yeah. um, we, we are doing things very specifically. We are building our entire infrastructure from the ground up ourselves. We don't use anybody's platform. Right now we're using a phone system, but we are going to replace that with our own. We will be uncancelable. They will not be able to cancel us because we control our entire infrastructure now. All our own software, all of our own servers, all of our own platforms, we're writing everything from scratch. Um, what, whatever you're doing right now is working great. I have had no issues with it. Good. And I'm very happy with however you're doing it. But anyway, I'm glad I found you. Um, you have been an awesome resource for um, trucking. And I I was very upset and with, with Sirius when that happened. I... I, had, I lost all faith in, in, in the world for a while. <laughs> you know, it's, it, 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 it's <laughs> my, one of those my things. My guy got canceled for having an opinion. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. It's one of those things that, you know, being on Sirius was a big deal for me. You know, I had no radio background. That, that was a, a, it was a big deal, and I was able to reach and help a lot of people. I'm glad that I did it, but I, it's one of those things. They did me a favor. I, I probably would have never done that on my own. I had thought about it a couple times. That's hard to give up. I mean, that's a big platform. You have a big reach with that platform. We were able to help a lot of people. Yeah. But ultimately, I can tell you, I am 10 times happier doing this. I love our new setup. Absolutely love it. I do too. Anyway, I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. And um, awesome are the, uh, I've been, I've been, I, I actually use two Garmin devices now, um, tandem, side by side. It's, but uh, now I'll get to use my uh, Garmin device for my uh, what it's intended for, giving me updates on traffic. That's awesome. There anyway, you go. thank you. You have a good day. You're welcome. All right, Eric, I'm not going to grab another call because I know you got to run. So, uh, boy, I really appreciate it. And uh, like I say, you're, you're one of our most popular guests. When you come on, our phone lines get flooded. Hey, I appreciate it, Kevin. I always appreciate the time. I love talking to customers directly. That's that's exactly what I want to do. As I so, I love that you have a platform where you have such passionate truck drivers who want to talk, and uh, I, I I take all this information. I always have notes open in front of me. I'm always taking notes of everything that everybody says so that I can make sure to make the products better the next generation around. So, um, always trying to improve things, trying to fix problems. So, I appreciate you guys. Um, the voices are always heard. You know what? Um, uh, real quick, uh, maybe we should look at uh, like a regular schedule. Like maybe it's once a quarter or or whatever. You guys have so much going on. If if that would work out for you, maybe we should look at doing something like that. Yeah, I've got no problem doing that. Once a quarter would be great. 
Uh, that's about what we've, we've been doing this year. Yeah, it so, seems like it. Just yeah. keep it going, man. Excellent. All right. Eric, yeah. I'll let you go. I know you got a busy day ahead of you. Thanks, as always. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.